Welcome to the Resources for Integrated Care webinar, Interdisciplinary Care Teams for Older Adults. This podcast is excerpted from a webinar presented live on December 7, 2017. In this podcast, Dr. Gwendolyn Grady Dansby, Medical Director at Pace Southeast Michigan, provides an overview of the role of an interdisciplinary care team. Hello, this is an exciting opportunity and I'm glad to be able to talk about an area that I think is extremely important, uh, whether you're in healthcare administration or whatever your area, simply because what we're seeing is we're seeing a changing demographic, especially as it relates to this aging population. And as a result of that, we're going to need to start thinking a little bit differently about how we provide services. And so I'm going to start this morning talking about, or this afternoon based on where you are, I'm going to start off talking about what I call the WWWs of the interdisciplinary care team. I'm going to talk about why these care teams are important and will continue to be important in the 21st century. I'm going to talk about what they are, and then we're going to end up with who is included in the interdisciplinary care team. So as far as the why, we can change the slide. The next one, please. I There was an article in the New York Times in September of this year, and many of you may have seen it, and the slide was entitled, The High Cost of Failing America's Costliest Patients. And as you might imagine, many of those costliest patients are our aging population as well as the dual eligible population. Dr. Kular had a powerful quote as a part of that article. And it states, people want health, not health care. And those who require the most health care get the least health. High needs, high cost patients with multiple or severe medical conditions feel this most acutely. The article went on to state that we needed to look at methods, systems, models to provide better care. And this is going to provide some innovation. It goes on to talk about models that can provide that type of care, especially integrated care. And one of the models that it referenced was PACE. There are other models, obviously, that provide the integrated model of care. So what we're going to focus on this morning or today is extremely important as it relates to what does the model of care, or in this particular case, the integrated care team model, look like, and how can that model provide the best care to this population. Next slide, please. So why is this important? By 2020, more than 25% of the population will be over the age of 65. So think of that, uh, think about that for a few seconds. Of those over the age of 65, the greatest percentage of growth will occur among women and those over the age of 85. And the other thing that we're going to be seeing in terms of what are now considered minority populations will continue to grow as well. With age, we know that there's a greater prevalence of chronic diseases and dementia, and about one quarter of Medicare outlays are for the last year of life, and this is unchanged from 30 years ago. In addition, availability of health care providers will decline significantly after 2020, and why is that? because many baby boomers will be retiring 2020. And so what we're going to see is that the workforce for those who are going to are presently providing care for this population will, decle- will decline. 
and that's going to also significantly impact how we provide care. Next slide. Additional-wise, when we look at chronic diseases in this older population, the leading cause of death in 1900 was acute infections and acute illnesses. In the 21st century, the leading causes of death are chronic diseases and degenerative illnesses. And among those over the age of 65, 80% have at least one chronic disease. 50% have at least two chronic diseases. And when you couple chronic diseases with functional decline, that is actually an increased need, again, for the types of services that we're talking about as a part of the team. When we look at Medicare Medicaid enrollees, 59% of those will have arthritis as well as the percentage of chronic diseases. 20% have diabetes, and the largest incidence occurs in those over the age of 75. That's a staggering statistic. 13% of this population will have a mental illness, and it is estimated that 65 million have a diagnosis of depression. The risk of Alzheimer's dementia doubles every five years. Dementia is actually a disease of the elderly, and so the highest incidence of Alzheimer's will be in those over the age of 80. Among Medicare, Medicaid enrollees, on an average, have 25% more chronic diseases than non-Medicare, Medicaid enrollees, and they are more likely than non-Medicare, Medicaid enrollees to have diagnoses of depression, Alzheimer's dementia, diabetes, heart failure, chronic kidney disease, COPD, asthma, stroke, and coronary artery disease. Next slide, please. So what are the interdisciplinary care teams? How do we define them? Next slide. When we think about an interdisciplinary care team, the, the operative word for me that comes to mind is collaboration, collaboratively working together. And the collaborative model is an arrangement between multiple disciplines, multiple professions. There are multiple terms that are used for this, interdisciplinary, interprofessional, multi-professional, multidisciplinary. But basically it all boils down to professionals being able to come together, work collaboratively, be able to interchangeably affect and coordinate the care of those that they're providing services for. Next slide. In addition, when you think about teamwork, it's a dynamic process involving two or more health professionals. What I like about this definition is dynamic. When you think about interdisciplinary teams coming together, they are not static. The need of that aging adult determines which team members are important. And at the end of the day, the intent is to be able to add value, added patient, organizational, and staff outcomes. Next slide, please. Now I'd like to talk about what I consider to be the 10 characteristics of a high-functioning interdisciplinary care team. There are 10 characteristics that we consider. I am not going to highlight each of these because you'll have the opportunity to review these at a later time, or if you have additional questions, we can cover those at the end. So number one, leadership and management. For a high-functioning interdisciplinary team to operate 
and to maximize the benefit, you must have clear definition around a leader. There has to be a clear leader. That leader has to give clear direction. And that leader, even though the definition here says it's a leader who acts and listens, I can turn that around. It really should be a leader who listens and based on what they hear, acts. Number two, communication, good communication skills. We have a saying here in our organization that good communication consists of open communication, direct communication, honest communication, and respectful communication. For any interdisciplinary care team to function to its best, there must be good communication. Number three, personal rewards, training, and development. Again, this emphasizes the importance of training and giving people the tools that they need to be able to perform the task. Number four, appropriate resources and procedures. It is extremely important to have structures in place, and Sandra is going to touch on this a little bit more, in terms of meetings, organizational factors, and team members being able to work, come together in a, in, a, in a general location to talk about what those needs are. And being at the same table is actually much more effective than being on a phone. We found that out. Number five, an appropriate skill mix. You have to have sufficient and appropriate skills and competencies. Do not assume that people have the competencies that they need. Ask, have ways of testing whether or not they have the competencies and then provide those tools for them. Next slide, please. Climate, it's important to have a team climate of trust. That must be the culture for a high-performing interdisciplinary team. Number seven, individual characteristics. What I'd like to pull out of this particular characteristic has to do with reflective practice. Some of you may be familiar with reflective practice, but we have found that reflective practice allows a team to come together and look at what happened, what went well, what did not go well, why didn't it go well, and what are we going to do differently so that this doesn't happen again. If it went well, let's figure out what we're going to do to make certain that we continue to do that. And if it did not, what do we need to do differently? Clarity of vision, number nine, quality and outcomes, and number 10, respecting and understanding the roles. And that's shared power and joint working together. Next, please. So who makes up that interdisciplinary care team? Next slide. There are a list of individuals that make that up, but what's extremely important to emphasize here is that it is dynamic. And so the subset of interdisciplinary team members that are needed for one participant or patient for one set of problems may be completely different based on what the need is. So we have to be sensitive enough to understand that the need will really drive which interdisciplinary team member is indicated or which interdisciplinary team member is important. Thank you for listening. This podcast is presented by the Lewin Group and is supported through the Medicare and Medicaid Coordination Office at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. MMCO is dedicated to helping beneficiaries enrolled in Medicare and Medicaid have access to seamless, high-quality health care that includes a full range of covered services in both programs. To support providers in their efforts to deliver more integrated, coordinated care, MMCO is developing technical assistance and actionable tools based on successful innovation and care models. To learn more about current efforts and resources, please visit our website or follow us on Twitter for more details. 
Our Twitter handle is at integrate underscore care.